on this episode, Building Better Stamina, Part 3, The Warm Draw. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thank you for listening. So today we're going to continue with our series on building better sexual stamina, something that is so important for our sexual health and our sexual journey. On part one of this series, we talked about set and setting, how our mindset and the uh, environment and setting that we are in, in terms of the physical environment and the relationship and all of that, how that plays into our ability to have control. On the last episode, we talked about the pressure release valve technique, a very, very important thing to practice and to uh, really get better and better at. And we talked about how that can allow us to sort of release some energy, some pressure from the system. And today we're going to talk about the warm draw, which is somewhat similar in some ways to the pressure release valve technique, uh, but in some ways kind of the opposite. So when we talked about the pressure release valve technique, that meant when we were getting to, let's say 70, 80% arousal, when you were getting maybe that seven, eight out of 10 kind of scale uh, around that arousal scale, we basically what we were doing is getting into a state of full relaxation, right? So you're relaxing your mind, relaxing your body, relaxing your breathing, relaxing your root muscle and exhaling and basically exhaling all of that, uh, all of that pressure, right? And releasing that pressure from the system. The warm draw technique, instead of sort of opening that valve where you, if you imagine, you know, steam just sort of escaping off into the air is kind of a, maybe a good visual for that pressure release valve technique. With the warm draw, what we're doing instead is we're sort of redirecting all that energy to a place where it can be stored, right? So we're going to do this again when you reach that seven or eight out of 10 on the arousal scale. When you reach that place where it's built up and you can definitely feel it and you're at that point where you know that if you don't do something with it, that it's going to continue to build to a point where you won't be able to control it and manage it much longer, but where it has built up to a, you know, a pretty significant level. So the warm draw, again, what we're really going to do is we're going to redirect that energy. It's almost like instead of opening that valve where the steam just escapes, what we're basically doing with the warm draw is we're sort of switching uh, a valve to redirect that flow into a tank where it can be stored, right? So we're redirecting it into a part of our body where it can be stored. And what this involves is instead of kind of a gentle diffusing of that energy, it's going to focus it and it's going to kind of uh, sharpen it and it's going to redirect it. So again, it's going to be, you want to reach that seven or eight out of 10 on the arousal scale. In a lot of ways, it's going to be the complete opposite. So with the pressure release valve technique, again, we talked about relaxing everything, right? And with the warm draw, we're going to do basically the opposite. So when you reach that seven or eight out of 10, you're going to solidify the system by clenching a lot of your body, right? So this works best if you clench your glutes, the big muscles of your leg, you can clench your back, your arms, your fists, we create sort of solidity in the system so that it can handle this redirection of energy. 
And then the way that you're going to primarily redirect that is with a big Kegel squeeze. And with that Kegel squeeze, you're going to draw that energy up and into your body. So again, with the pressure release valve technique, we talked about relaxing your root muscle. And with this warm draw, you're going to do the exact opposite. You're going to squeeze that root muscle. Now, it's very important to do this before you get too far. Right? If you try to do this too high on the arousal scale, it's going to take you over the edge. Right? So there's a little bit of playing around with this to kind of understand at what point to do it in your own body. But for most guys, it's going to be around that kind of 80% level. right? And of course, that's subjective. So you need to identify what that feels like in your own body. But again, what you're going to do is when you reach that level, you want to keep your breathing still under control, right? Very important. We're not going to exhale. You don't need to worry about a specific exhale or inhale. What I would recommend is you stay in nasal breathing because when you stay in nasal breathing, it keeps you more connected with what's going on in your body. It keeps your central nervous system in that parasympathetic state, which is that rest state where you're more calm. When you're in that state, you're more connected with what's going on in your body. As soon as you mouth breathe, it's going to put you in that fight or flight, and that's going to kind of disconnect you from what is going on in your body. So if we look at the various aspects in terms of our mind, our body, our breathing, and our root muscle, what is different versus what's the same in the pressure release valve technique versus the warm draw? Well, our mind, we still want to maintain calm and connectedness, right? If, we're, if our mind goes crazy, if we lose control of it, you're not going to be able to execute this because we need to sort of identify with what's happening in our body. So our mind, we still want to keep calm. Our breathing, instead of exhaling to release that pressure, you're just going to maintain your nasal breathing. Our body is the opposite. Instead of relaxing our body as much as possible, you're going to tense up those big muscles of your body, including your fists, maybe, if that works well for you, but especially your glutes, that's often a big one for guys that really helps with this. You're going to tense up those things and clench them so that you can solidify the system, right? So that's kind of the opposite. And then our root muscle, again, the opposite in the pressure release valve technique, you're relaxing it. And in this warm draw, you're going to, you're going to clench it. You're going to squeeze that root muscle and that squeeze of the root muscle, that is really the pump. And this is a situation where training your root muscle and building up strength in that muscle is really important and actually really helps you be able to execute this technique. So with the pressure release valve, what we really were focused on is control, right? We were focused on having control of our root muscle so that we could keep it in that relaxed position. With this technique, the root muscle is the pump that basically sends that energy up into that storage tank. It sends it, in this case, really up your spine is where it's going to travel. And in order to be able to do that effectively, that root muscle needs to be strong. And this is a place where the actual strength of your root muscle comes into play. If you have a weak root muscle that you have not trained, it's going to be harder to execute this technique. So again, for all of us, for so many reasons, I think we all should be training our root muscle every day. Um, for those of you who haven't heard me talk about it before, what I would highly recommend, if you're on iOS, there's a great uh, app called Stamina, S-T-A-M-E-N-A. -E 
Uh, there's some other ones on Android and they're just timers really as all those apps are, right? But with our Kegel training, with our root muscle training, we wanna be doing that every day. Uh, we wanna pra practice different lengths of holds and we wanna practice both the squeeze side and the push side. And there's some previous episodes that go more into that. So you can go back in the archives. We're not gonna go super into uh, depth on that right now, but definitely be training your root muscle. The stronger your root muscle is, the more you're going to be able to execute this technique. So it's really pretty simple. There's not a lot of, uh, there's no complexity to this really. The idea is again, you're gonna reach that seven or eight out of 10. You're gonna squeeze your root muscle pull that energy towards your back and up your spine. As you do, you're gonna solidify your body as much as possible. If you just do this with your root muscle and you're not engaging sort of your glutes and some of those other big muscles in your body, you're going to find that it's not as effective and it's harder to maintain control. It may be more likely to actually take you over the edge as opposed to pulling this energy up to where it can be stored. So for a lot of guys, that engagement of your glutes, of your leg muscles, of your your shoulders and your fists, the more you sort of engage those things, it's gonna help you pull that energy up and help you maintain control of it. So you're gonna reach that point, you're gonna squeeze that root muscle, clench the rest of your body, maintain nasal breathing, maintain your mental calm. And with your intention, with your awareness, you're gonna connect with that energy and pull it back to the base of your spine and up your spine and it'll kind of go to that place that it can be stored. So this is one, again, the more you practice it, the better you're gonna get at it, right? I would highly recommend that you practice this in your edging session. So if you have a partner, you have a wife, whoever, a girlfriend that you're having sex with on a regular basis, it makes sense to practice this alone in order to get better at it so that you can put it into practice when you're having sex. Because all of these techniques when there's when you're with a partner and there's more going on in so many ways it's harder to focus on the technique itself and getting better at it right so practice this in your edging sessions and by the way i hope that if you're having sex on a regular regular basis that you're also edging because that is our time to practice and to get better the analogy that I've used before, if you were a basketball player, you wouldn't just go out and play games. You would go to the gym every day and you would get shots up. You would practice your footwork, right? You would put in the work and the practice outside of games so that you can go to the game and, and, and execute effectively. And if you're in a relationship where you're having sex, it's not the time to stop edging. If anything, edging becomes more important becomes more valuable because now it's your opportunity to really practice this stuff and get better at it so that when you take it to game time as it were with your partner that you can actually put it into play so hopefully that makes sense again it's pretty simple there's no magic here practice it i should say there's no magic in the in how to execute it but there's a ton of magic in what it actually does right because what's going to happen when you do this just like the pressure release valve technique. This is going to take you back down that arousal scale. It's going to take you back down where you can then continue stimulating. And what you will find is very similar to the pressure release valve technique. Initially, it's not going to be as effective. The more you practice it, the better you get at it, the more effective you're going to be. 
And you're also going to want to apply this with essentially a pause in stimulation. So if you're edging, you're going to pause stimulating while you do this. If you're having sex, you can pause, uh, pause thrusting or how, whatever you're doing as far as that goes and execute this as well. So practice this again on the next episode, we will talk about some thrusting techniques and some things you can apply specifically to sex, but you really want to get down this pressure release valve technique and the warm draw. And by the way, that term, the warm draw, uh, comes sort of comes from, uh, Mantak Chia, who has been teaching a lot of, uh, related stuff around this for a long time. He has some excellent books. He talks about the cool draw and the big draw. And those are without going into too much detail. The cool draw is basically where you can sort of draw sexual energy when you're not aroused at all meaning you could be standing in line at the grocery store, sitting at your desk, whatever, and practice drawing that sexual energy. The big draw is basically a term for having a non-ejaculatory orgasm where you get to that level 10, uh, but you're drawing that energy and keeping it in your body instead of releasing it as ejaculation. So I've kind of combined those ideas into this warm draw. And that's something that he has talked about as well. Uh, but as far as I know, didn't apply the the warm draw terminology to it, but I think it makes sense, right? It's basically we're, we're warmed up. We're in a warmed up, energetic, aroused state, and we're going to take some of that energy and we're going to draw it up our body. So hopefully that makes sense. Let me know if you have questions, by the way, you can always shoot me a text 801-742-1439, or you can schedule a coaching session. Uh, link for that is in the show notes. Again, on the next episode, we'll talk about some sex-specific techniques in terms of some thrusting techniques that you can put into play there. Thank you again for listening. Have an awesome rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon.